0: Check it. Well, it's the M.I. cricket letter. Ain't no one better. And when I'm on the microphone, you best to wear your sweater. Cause I'm cooler than a polar bear's toenails. Oh, hell, there he go again. Talking that sh- Bend corners like I was a curve I struck a nerve And now you about to see The southern flag of served I heard it's not where you from But where you pay rent Then I heard it's not what you make But how much you spend. You got me bent like elbows Amongst other things But I'm not worried Cause when we set up in the party Like I'm out you scurvy. So go get your time box And your sack of nickels It tickles Just see you try to be like Mr. Figgles Daddy fat sacks I G B O I Is that same took them knuckles To your eye And I try To warn you not to test But you don't listen Giving a shout out to my uncle Donnell Locked up in prison prison oh, you in the air and wait for my
1: to just don't take And if they like fishing grits and out them hips, everybody let me make you say, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. And hands in the air and wait for my just don't okay, take And if they like fishing grits and now them hips, everybody let me make you say,
2: Back is week two. Ballers in the Bay. We had some big games happening week one, but before we get into all that is TJ and my partner.
3: What's up, man? What y'all doing this week? Let's go ahead and get this thing right. Hope y'all enjoyed last week. It's a new week. We're coming
2: with plenty of energy. Let's go to takeoff, TJ. Yes, sir. So let's go ahead and jump straight into these games. So last week, our five games to watch were game of the week, Plan City at Tech. We had Bloomingdale at Gaither, Armwood at Chamberlain, Steinbrenner at Hillsboro, and Newsom at Leonard. So let's get some score recaps. We got... Armwood, 35, Chamberlain, 6. We have Bloomingdale, 15, Gay through 25. Steinbrenner, 17, Hillsborough, 53. Newsom 37, Leonard, 20. And then Tech, 34, Plant City, 0. So which one of these you want to go ahead and start off talking with, BP?
3: Well, me, I would like to talk about a game with Tampa Bay Tech and, uh, and Plant City, man. I was talking about that, man. We basically, Tech came out and jumped on them and
2: then let up off the gas. Yes, sir. So I watched that game. That was a pretty good game. Like you said, I think momentum shifted in that game. Tech, on the first possession, Tech uh, got stopped on their own territory by Plan City. And Plan City blocked the punt. And they were like, I think they got it down to the five yard line, but they couldn't score. Tech defense held up on third down, and then Plan City missed the field goal. And come that on. quarterback for Tampa Bay Tech, uh, Zay Washington, man, he drove his team down the field. And then that man, that man, uh, Mr. Evans
3: himself.
2: Oh, he started to get loose, and I think it <laughs> looked like Plan big boy, City could, That's like a never responded. A lot of kids trying to come up and.
3: And tackle him down after down. Those kids that want to be involved in that that, that
2: conversation. Hey, kids man. are making
3: business decisions out
2: there, man. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna talk about what Tech did well, man. That offensive line, the interior of their offensive line, creating big holes, man, big holes. Well,
3: wow. me playing, me personally, I would say that defensive line did did much did much uh, more as far as dominating from the first quarter to the to, to the fourth quarter, man. They they got a pretty good style defense. Guys they didn't let up on Plan City. I'm not sure Plan City hadn't have over what sixty yards rushing man. against South Bay Tech.
2: Like you said, that defensive line was phenomenal as well, man. They Plan City could get nothing going up the middle, couldn't really have time to throw because they were coming. So Correct. And they, like we, I'm not really surprised, Tech won. I went with Plan City, but I had Tech ranked as my highest public team in the county and it was a reason why. <laughs>
3: Yes, yeah, Temple Tech man, led by Coach Roberts, man. Those guys are on a mission this season. We look
2: forward to seeing them the rest of the season. Oh yeah. So Mr. Evans had himself three touchdowns in the first half, man. So big shout out to Mr. Evans, number twenty four. All right. Next game we saw um Leonard and Newsom. Man, you talk about oh. a shootout from the beginning, BP.
3: Right. From the man, beginning. listen, you, you, you got me on this game here, TJ. You went with, with Newsome, and the reason why you said you would going go
2: with him because of that run that run down his uh, offense. Yes, sir, man. It's just that you got the running back, number 10, Jason Albatron. He was one of our players to watch, man. He's, he's a tough load running between the tackles. And then number four, JC Roke. That's one of our new players to know. Gosh, boy, he get that ball, lightning in the bottle, man.
3: Someone told
2: me remind me of a little Percy Harvin a little bit. I, I totally agree, man. On one of his touchdown runs, I think it was a 65 yard touchdown run, man. He, he attacked the left sideline, then decided, all right, this ain't good enough for me. Let me cut across the middle and went all the way to the opposite way, man. It's just so fast in and out. His breaks explosive. 2023 prospect, man. That's a name to know.
3: Wow, that's that's crazy. Like you said, man. Newsom every year they come with this this running game. Uh, they basically they punch people in the mouth, and if you can't respond again, punch hit in the mouth. It's gonna be a long game for you.
2: It is, it is, man. Newsom got the, the nose tackle on defense, man. He was back there causing problems. Leonard, Leonard put up a fought, fight, man. They got uh, what's my guy number three there. He's a receiver, explosive, man, explosive. What's his name? I think of the young man's name. We'll come back to that, TJ. We yes, can, sir. Uh, on. But yeah, I'll come back to him. But yeah, man, Leonard got some playmakers at receiver, man. Number three and then number eleven. I can't think of the names at the moment, but they did a good job, man. They got they got deep on that defense, but Newsom was able to hold that hold that win down. Um, so we Jesuit ended up winning thirty-five. Wait, I'm sorry, it's the wrong game. Wrong game, my bad. But we had Gator Chamberlain, man. Anything any thoughts on that one, Brody?
3: Um, okay with Chamberlain and Ornwood. Uh, I kinda figured it was gonna be close at first. Uh it really, really wasn't close, but I I felt like Arnold would have a little challenge as far as with the with the run game, um, ch- um as far as Chamberlain defense. But Arnwood, man, I'm telling you, smiley is going to – is having a heck of a season this year, man. This kid has eight touchdowns. James Smiley has eight touchdowns in two games this season. When I tell you Arnold with his – they they're leaning on him to run heavy, to lead them all the way to the promised land. This year they were, Arnold was running James Smiley to his tongue comes out.
2: Hey, man, five touchdowns in any game is impressive, let alone against Chamberlain. You know, they're normally known for having a physical – Tough defense, you know, they take pride in trying to stop the run and stuff. So he got five touchdowns on him. That I mean, like you say, he's a pretty tough guy back there.
3: Yes, man. He's he's running hard. Um, talked to a couple guys on the team. Uh quarterback is actually doing well with play action. A couple of receivers are, you know, getting behind and stretching the defense. And a lot of things are opening up for Arnwood. And as well, they had that smothering defense. The defense is coming back out to play. And so, Armwood and Hillsborough this week, man, I can get ahead of myself, but be a good matchup.
2: Hey, you led us right to where we were going. So, pretty much game of the week this week is going to be Hillsborough versus Armwood, man. Hillsboro's trying to prove they have taking that next step, and what better way to prove it than beating a bully on the block in Armwood?
3: Oh man, that's hey. Over the last couple of years, Armwood have came out and dominated Hillsboro. Is this the year that Hillsboro, with all the returning players that they have, is this the year that they come out and fight hard and beat Armwood? What, what does, do you think, Coach Castle has talking about? Not Coach Castle, I'm sorry. Uh, what's the head coach's name? Garcia. Coach,
2: I don't know, man. You know, it was about twenty years ago when this this rivalry switched. Right. 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 right about that turn of millennium when Hillsboro was running everything, and then here comes right. the Big Blue. So, hey. From on paper, it looks like Hillsborough got everything they need, but you know we ain't gonna get too deep in that that one right there. Correct. So that's our game of the week: Hillsborough versus Armwood. We also have some games to look out for. We got Gaither versus Chamberlain, Bloomingdale versus Newsom, Jesuit versus St. Thomas. Jesuit versus Wharton had got canceled due to quarantine, but St. Thomas Aquinas is coming up, and then Durant versus Leonard. So plenty good games to catch in the area, but back to that big boy game. We want to talk about that Hillsborough versus Armwood. So let's go a little deeper in this BP. So what do you think is some matchups we should watch out for here?
3: I think it's basically gonna be r- both run games uh, this week. I think who's who can be able to run the ball the best. Hillsborough with them having Caleb Pierce and Jordan Bailey, and then uh, the two hit the monster with Sip playing both sides of the ball. Hillsboro's gonna to try to be run down downhill on Arnwood, try to basically wear Arnwood down for four quarters and hopefully they could capitalize off of the running assignments and everything and get up on Arnwood. But I think Arnwood gonna have a lot of explosive plays. If Ornwood could get behind explosive plays first Hillsboro, Arnwood should walk away with this game.
2: I agree. I believe both teams are kinda of gonna to try to come out and dominate the line of scrimmage. Both of these programs know that in order to win you gotta be able to run the ball. So I, I think it's going to come down To quarterbacks as well So I don't know man I think Caleb Pierce man This Everybody back together They rallying around here Man I, I feel like That might be an interesting one So You got any names We need to know BP Some names we need to know You
3: talking about For Orwood Hillsborough Yes
2: sir For the Hillsborough Ornwood game So what are some Key players to watch this game
3: of course you got the running backs like I said you got James Smiley you got him uh, you have uh, Caleb Pierce you have Jordan Bailey and you have the all, all state linebacker uh, Colorado State commit SIP linebacker yes, yeah. you have him uh, here and um, I would say the whole Ornwood defense just not going to name one guy they say can they get 11 guys to the ball on every single play you want to try to get 11 guys to the ball can would do that can they make a name for themselves defensively first his bro. Um normally you have a lot of names being thrown out there for Arnwood. This year they're they're young. So you really don't have many guys that, you know, have that name, uh that star uh behind their back whatever. So right now you have guys that just gonna say, can we be a team? Can we play for Arnwood? And I believe that they would do. So i will say eleven guys to the ball for Arnwood all game long and I think these guys come out and they smother his bro.
2: Alright, so I think my key matchups is gonna be can Mr. Kyle Stokes for Armwood make a play against Hillsborough secondary? Because, like you said, I believe both teams going to crowd the box, force each other to throw. So can the quarterbacks and Mr. Murdoff Jones for Armwood 2023 or and Mr. Caleb Pierce 2022 quarterback for Hillsborough, who going to be able to get that pass, like you said, over top or that play action? Whoever does that more consistently, I feel like gonna be the team that win.
3: Yeah, the thing is, it's time this this week, man. It's time for I would say Costos to come to play. Um, like you said, Costos, he's he's everything. Ohio State commit. Costos, um, uh, he's he's playing both sides of the ball. as playing receiver as well as safety. So it's time. I think Costos gonna need a big game from Costos. I say I think Costos might even have an interception this game and a big uh, a big return or a big touchdown on the offensive side of the game side of the ball to beat uh,
2: Hillsborough this week yes sir so I'm going to go ahead and give some numbers for these key players and then we can go ahead and get into a break alright so for Hillsborough key players we had number 11 quarterback Caleb Pierce 2022 number 2 linebacker slash running back Joseph Ship, 2022 Colorado State commit number 1 running back Jordan Bailey class of 2022 Pittsburgh commit Number sixty-five offensive lineman Zach Manyard, class of twenty-two linebacker Justin Anderson, class of twenty-twenty-two. For Armwood, we have the running back James Smiley, twenty-twenty-two running back number twenty-five. Of course, Kai Stokes, twenty-twenty-two Ohio State commit, wide receiver slash free safety number seventeen. Murdoff Jones, twenty-twenty-three QB number eight, and some defensive names right here: Khalif Hector. 2022, free safety, strong, safety number nine. And then linebacker Damian Hughes, 2023, number five. So those are some key players to look at. Damian
3: Hughes is a a monster on that defensive side of the ball. He was a young pup, so I really didn't want to give his name out there. He has a couple brothers that that were some star players or Armwood. But this kid has star potential himself. Take a look out for number five out there on Armwood. This kid has a great bloodline and I feel that he's going to be one of the top recruits coming out of uh, for 2023 as well, too, for Armwood.
2: Yes, sir. They say big-time players make big-time plays and big-time games, so we will see tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take a break. Everybody enjoy this music. With me. Can I get an encore?
0: Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. Make some noise. Get him, Jay oh, you know fresher than whole, riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm dirty. Yeah. Can none of y'all mirror me back? Yeah, hear me rap, it's like G rapping it is prime. I'm young H O, Raps baby dead, back to take over the globe. And break bread I'm in Boeing Jets, Low Express. Out the country, but the blueberry still connect on the low, with the yacht, got a triple deck. But when you young, what the fuck you expect? Yeah, yeah. Grand opening, grand closing. Goddamn, damn your man home. crack the can open again. Dope in the head with no pen Just draw inspiration True you're gonna see You can't replace him With cheap imitations. For these generations oh, no. Do you want more? Cook and with the Brooklyn you knew if I pay my dues, how will they pay you? First come in the game and try to play you. Then you drop a couple of hits look how they wait to you. From RC to Madison Square. To the only thing that matters, just a matter of years. That's fake with habit. J Status appears to be at an all-time high. Perfect time to say goodbye. When I come back like joy we're in the four-five. It ain't to play games with you, it's to aim at you. Probably mean you. If I owe you one blow, you to slip the take one for your team. And I need you to remember one
2: thing. And we are back. I hope everybody enjoyed the music, had a good time. So we're going to go ahead and jump straight into it, man. BP with the results of last week. Anything changing your top five?
3: My top five is number five, man. This week, I got to go with Hillsboro. I got to put Hillsboro number five for me this week. Uh, Number four, I got to go with Gaither. Let Gaither stay there. At number three, I have Berkeley Prep. At number two...
2: I have Tampa Bay Tech. And number one, I have Jesuit. Okay, so we had a little, little shake up. I too had a shake up in mind. So my number five team going in this week is going to be Carol Wood Day, man. I watched mm-hmm. Carol Wood Day play St. Pete Catholic, and I am so sorry. I don't know how we missed out on these boys, but boy, They're do they always they squad. They're
3: loaded. And Carol Wood Day has
2: some boys, some dudes out there. Do they? So, man, that running back is special. Number six, Anthony Carey, 2024.
3: He, man, he was a contention- 2024
2: kid. Yeah, man, he in contention for best running back in the state right now, bro. He, he, I think he that good.
3: That's crazy. I, I know, man, like I have people talking about him. That's why when we got those phone calls and they were saying, hey, man, you guys might want to watch us, man. We, You guys, you guys live something. And then, man, hey, I kid you not. We saw, we saw T.J. and Carol Day has some special for that 2024 class for sure.
2: Oh, yes. I also want to give a shout-out to St. Pete Catholic, number four, Kevon Marion. He did running back, strong safety. Man, he played. He tough, man. He's a senior this year, really good football player. And then number 10, Sean Cuono. He's a wide receiver, free safety. He's a freshman, 2025. Yeah. He's going to be one of the top players in the state by the end of the year, bro. He, he's getting off.
3: Mm-mm, mm-mm.
2: Long, good speed, catch, can make plays after the catch, man. He's just a really explosive athlete. He played both sides, too.
3: That's good to hear, man. I like to hear these young pups come out and getting their name mentioned on this show, man. That's what we're all about. Those young guys pushing those guys, people that people don't really know much about.
2: Yes, sir. So my number 14... It's going to be Gaither. My number three is going to be Berkeley Prep. My number two is going to be Tech. And then my number one is still going to be Jesuit, man.
3: Wow, we even out. We, for the most part, we look now. man. I, one thing I have to say, what do you thought about? Chance Catholic this past week.
2: Oh, man, that's who I knocked out. I forgot. I knew I was missing somebody.
3: I did,
2: too. Oh, man. I didn't really get to watch Tampa Catholic, but they had an impressive win over IMG Blue. I knew yeah. I, I knew somebody was missing out of my top five. But I'm pretty sure, and
3: that's sure. why I had to. I had to. I had to jump on. I really didn't hear too much about when they played against IMG Blue. I said I really want to see them against. Uh, that's a good. That's some decent competition for them. But I want to check them out this week. But the way how Hillsboro, uh played this week, and then you have the matchup with Orange Whip. They're being left out of my top five, mm-hmm. which is you know this is my first time doing this, so I want to see Hillsborough Arnold play this week. This is good, good test for both teams. So that's a good top, top top five for us,
2: TJ. Yes, sir. We'll see how it shakes out after this week. So we have some players to know. So of course we told y'all every week we're gonna add some names. After after we got to see eyes on kids, so let me go ahead and give some of these shout outs. We got number twenty four, James Evan, running back, Tampa Bay Tech. Class 2022, number six, Anthony Carey, Carrollwood Day School, 2024 running back, number eight, Brodell Richardson, wide receiver, Carrollwood Day, 2024. He scored two touchdowns in the first half. Man, he caught a screen pass from about 20 yards out. Great blocking by his fellow receivers, but man, like that that 2024 class for Carrollwood Day. Number nine, Jackson Jensen, their quarterback, threw some dimes. Number 10, Amari Brown, wide receiver, free safety, class of 2022. On the defensive side for Carol Wood Day, number four, Bryce Battle, linebacker, cover the field, likes to hit. Of course, freshman, class of 2025, number five, DJ Pickett, had two picks in the game, man. We already mentioned him as one of the players, new, but... I don't know why they tested the young man. They had to find out the hard way, I guess. Number one, C.J. Lewis made rounds with his great catch. Looked like he was falling down. Had the agility and balance to pop back up, hit the sideline, and left everybody. Super (laughs) swift. That's what we're going to call him, super swift. Number five, (laughs) we got Kendall Jones, Bloomingdale receiver. long, Nice, long prospect, good hands. Number four, I already called these guys out for St. Pete Catholic, but Kevon Marion, running back strong, safety, 2022. Number 10, Sean Kuno, wide receiver, free safety, 2025. Number three, Elijah Singleton is the wide receiver, defensive back for Leonard from the class of 2023. Man, he got deep on Newsom a couple times. Right before halftime, he caught a slant, probably a seven, eight-yard slant. Took it sixty five yards to the house, man. Electric, ang- angle destroyer,
3: <laughs> right. And then after that, TJ, you named a couple players, two players that that I would say will be bright. We just knew thing. We got the bright spot player of the week. Mm-hmm. I would say Mr. Cole Highsmith, linebacker for Plant City. He had end of the night with I guess uh, against Tampa Bay Tech, Ken tackles. Three sacks, a forced fumble, and a, four, and a fumble recovery. Oh, yes. All sir. and whatnot. Cole Highsmith, man. You, that was one of our spotlight players, and you list him as one of the top prospects coming out. I think he's a sophomore. His kid's a beast for playing city.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So we got number 11, Hakeem Monroe. Wide receiver, free safety, class of 22 for Leonard. Man, he made some great catches. Contested catches against Newsome. Great coverage by Newsome, but he just went up made a play for his quarterback. Number nine, Gavin Henley, quarterback for him threw some dimes. Number four, J.C. Roke, running back for Newsome. Explosive. Like I said, another one that's just super swift. You can't keep up with him. Just electric, slippery. Number four, Dominique Murray, Leonard linebacker class of 2022. Number 55, Alejandro Balsamar, linebacker for Leonard, class of 2024, I believe. He had, a, he had like eight tackles, I believe. Number one, Arquise Parks, running back, Wharton High School, 2024. Another one, man, that class of 24 got some talented running backs. He's nice. I think he's six foot 180, explosive kid. And then number 44, Cameron Campbell, linebacker of Wharton High School, class of 2023. Think he had an interception against uh Freedom this past weekend. So those are some names to know for week two going into week two. Now it's time for Pick'em. Time for Pick'em. I think we what we both lost one game last week, right, Brody?
3: Yes, sir. We had one loss both for last week.
2: I think I think we're gonna split up a lot this week, man. I think we're gonna <laughs> differ a lot this week. <laughs>
3: All right, man. Hey, it is what it is, man. You got to get it in. The fans like this
2: thing called Pickle, and let's get it. <laughs> All right, so remember, less than 45 seconds. You just got to pick. You can explain why if you want. Otherwise, just keep it moving. We'll say on that one, later, Game of the Week. Tech versus Runner. Temple Bay Tech, for me, like I told you, I'm right with Tampa Bay Tech to the wheels fall
3: off. I think Tampa Bay Tech is too tough. At the moment, they got a lot. They got some things going on. They're, they're going to build off of week one with his run game. And i like Tech to come out and win by 20 points or more.
2: I got Tech as well. Gaither Chamberlain. <coughs> I'm
3: going with Gaither. I'm going with Gaither, man. I think Gaither with the defensive the line, they're going to put pressure on Chamberlain. It's going to be a bit too much. I'm going with Gaither.
2: Yeah, I'm going with Gaither as well. I agree that defensive line and defense as a whole... Should be enough That
3: linebacker That linebacker Kobe man Kobe's him McLeod, cloud He's a baller too So you know how that goes
2: Yes sir Leonard versus Durant Durant Coach got his first win Last week So congratulations To him Congrats as well to
3: Congrats to Durant Coaching staff But I'm going with Leonard this week I think Leonard With the athletes They have out there I think they have a chance To pick up a win this To get in the win column I'm going with Leonard over Durant
2: I agree I like Leonard as well uh oh, Bloomingdale versus Newsom.
3: Oh man. Um Oh man. Um I'm gonna go Newsom. I'm gonna go Newsom this week. I'ma go like I'm gonna go to pick it back off of last week. Hopefully New Newsom could come around with the same dom dominant, dominant on the run um this week. So I uh, like defense and nice run game. I'm going go with Newsome.
2: I think this is a big rivalry over there that East southeastern part of Hillsborough County. I'm gonna go with Newsom as well. Hoping that run game could carry me there. I know Bloomingdale is gonna be a little upset from that loss they had last last week to Gaither, so they're gonna look, be bounced back. We have Middleton versus Riverview. I'm gonna try.
3: I'm gonna try Middleton this week. Let's go, with Middleton.
2: Go, Middleton. I'm gonna go Riverview.
3: Okay, so we split.
2: We split that one in the last one. We're going to throw this one in, even though this is a Hillsborough County team versus an outside of the county team. This is probably the, bank, the game of the year in Hillsborough County. Jesuit versus St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, TJ, man, I got to... The last couple of
3: weeks, uh, Hillsborough has been uh, dominating Dade County schools the schools down south. But this week, I like St. Thomas Aquinas to put something on Jesuit. you like, ah...
2: I'm gonna go with Jesuit this time. I think Jesuit—they got really? that experience last year of getting down there. There's a lot of pressure on that new quarterback, but you know he, this, he this, young. he's
3: young. He's TJ. He was, know, He's he a sophomore man. now, going against that stout defensive line from from
2: uh, St. Thomas. Nah, but that's the reason why I like Jesuit, man. I think they—they they are one of the few teams in the area that has an offense and defensive line that could compete with Saint, like one of those bigger schools like that.
3: I, I say, uh, I say, if if Jesuit can keep another little, this little, little overtime here, but if Jesuit can keep them clean, then yeah. But I don't see Jesuit keeping them clean all night. I got to go with St. Thomas, man. Until somebody showed me that they could beat a public to a school, they could beat St. Thomas Aquinas. I got to go with St. Thomas Aquinas, and I don't think Jesuit look like that old Lakeland team they had back in the day.
2: Man, Jesuit got three receivers out there. They're gonna have to account for three Division One boys out there. This ain't the, the old, old school. Yeah, you're right. We're going to see, man. I'm going to go in <laughs> yeah. judgment, dude. you right. We'll see. Right. All right. So we got a question sent to us this week, and we're going to go ahead and put it on the show and have a little discussion about it. This would be all words of wisdom. So the question was, what is trusting the process? Kids hear this a lot from their trainers and their coaches, but what does that actually mean? And then there was an additional question that, well, follow up to that that says, what happens when you have a kid that is ahead of the curve? What happens when you have a younger kid who is ahead of the curve that enters into high school? What is trusting the process to him and what is that supposed to mean? So I feel like this is kind of two different questions. They Correlate to one another but they like two different ways and as a coach I would answer them differently if that makes sense Right go ahead So I know for me when I say trust the process I just Tell my players to trust that what I'm teaching you what I'm putting you through is going to help you develop I always tell them there is no reason for me to want you to look bad because I'm your coach They're not gonna say oh you look bad they're gonna say who is that person coaching you And what are they teaching you? So I always tell my girls, trust me. What I'm doing, whatever I'm doing to you, I promise you, it may not be comfortable. It may be unfamiliar, but this is gonna get you where you need to be. And we don't get better when we're comfortable. We get better when we're put in uncomfortable situations. Wow.
3: Good way to answer that, man. I I agree with you on that, T.J. I would say in this situation here is like. If you have a kid that is above the curve at the same time, you really want to teach the kid discipline to say, yeah, we know that you're capable of doing but we want to find a way to get the kid on the field. If we can find, or, or the basketball court or whatever, we want to find a way to get the kid involved so the kid doesn't, at the time, you know, get bored or, or think about transferring or get down cell or something like that, but a kid like that, you basically want to try to find playing time for the kid, or you want to try to get a kid get a kid more and so in the, in the in the book as far as the film room teaching them you know different things whatever as far as the, the game that he may or may not know she or he may not know um so just kind of trusting believe what the coaches say until you see that they're not uh showing you what they're teaching
2: mm-hmm. i would say as well so sense. like in that scenario where you're you have a young player whether it be basketball football whatever that's really good they're coming to high school they're expecting to play, I always try to tell not even just the younger players, but any player that you know you want that wants to be a starter. Anybody could be inconsistent. Like a lot of players that have a good game or have a good play. That's normal. What makes you a starter is being able to string along consistent performances. Because right. you go like you say, I remember you posted something about your highlight thing, but it's like they A lot of kids, a lot of, I'm not going to say kids, a lot of parents and people, they only look at the highlights, but they don't look at the complete game film. And it's like, yeah, they made this play, but that senior over there or that upperclassman that you want in a replacement, they may not have made an explosive play, but they're in position, like you said, that discipline of being in position every play that they're not costing me anything. So, they're doing what
3: the coach assigned the them to do yeah. the so, and put on So, you know, that
2: this. that's kind of like, yeah, you want that new shiny toy, but you want that reliable that you know that's going to work for sure and that they also have that potential. So, in my mind, like, if you're... Because I always... My program, we start over every year. If you're a younger kid, you want to play, you got to come out and demonstrate why I can't keep you off the court. Right. You know what I mean? If football is the same. I know basketball is a little... It's a lot easier because we only have five players, so one person can make that big of an impact. Football, you kind of got to rely on. Like, let's say you got a star quarterback. Is the offensive line worth putting this kid back here? If I know this line ain't gonna be able to block him, worth this? Because, like you say, the worst thing you can do is put a person in pos- Well, put a kid in position to s- fail. Because now that right. confidence is shot, and it might spin It might take you their whole high school career to get that confidence back up, or they might transfer. Now you just lost. <laughs> Whatever gift you thought you had.
3: Right. Well, that was a great question, man. We got that question there sent to us, and we wanted to touch on that a little bit. We don't want to go into too much in detail about it. We don't want to offend anyone, any coaches, anything like that. So, what we are trying to do, we are for the kids, and we are for the right things. Um, but we do believe in our coaches. So, at this time, what I would say, man, hey, whoever you are, it was anonymous. We would like for you to keep. Coming to practice every single day keep going to your games keep performing when you do get your opportunities because when the time comes god forbid someone gets injured you have to go in and you have to perform make sure you're ready not just game ready but mentally make sure you're mentally res- ready to get out there and perform you know how take when you have practice and you're not getting in make sure you get mental reps so that a lot of kids make mistakes hey i'm not getting in and practice i'm not doing a snap When a coach calls you on the board, you can't get on the board, you can't ask a question. So my thing is that when you're not in there practicing at the time and the coach calls a play, mentally put yourself in place of your position to have mental reps. I like to have mental reps when you're going back and forth, knowing where you should be when the ball is on the side of the field or when it's time to make a play. Because when you visually make yourself making that play, when you actually get out there on the field, you're going to make that play. And that's all I have to say.
2: Yes, sir. Repetition. I'll leave with this quote right here, which talks about what you just said. It says, it's best to prepare for an opportunity that hasn't arrived, than for a, for an opportunity to arrive and you're not prepared. So, you want to be a footballer, I tell all the kids in my class, whatever sport they want to play, you want to be a star. When your time come, you need to make sure you're ready to play and not, oh, I wasn't ready, because you don't know when the next time your opportunity is going to arise. That one... That one play that coach put you in might be that one opportunity you get for the whole season, so you need to make sure I'm doing the best I can right now because the future ain't promised.
3: Correct. And I want to give a shout out, TJ. I have a stud eighth grade player, man. He's a phenomenal player. He's outside the county. He's at uh I believe he's at Fort Meade High School right now. The kid is a twenty twenty six kid. The kid has two Touchdown passes over 45 yards uh, this season. He's playing uh, spare time at Fort Me, but again, he's an 8th grader, a 2026 kid. His kid's name is Darian Coleman. This kid's going to be special, man. He has a chance to be special. Darian's going to be a guy that for many years, man, we're going to be talking about here at Ballers in the Bay, TJ.
2: Yes, sir. We And please follow the page, follow us at Ballers in the Bay. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We definitely going to repost these highlights on the Twitter page. Anybody has anything they would like to send to us, again, you can send it to our DM, or you can send us an email at ballersindebate at gmail.com. I think that's all we got for tonight, folks.
3: We're looking for Dolls of the Day. Make sure you guys post those Dolls of the Day, man. We're looking for them. Send them over and get on and fill out the application so we can get you guys.
2: Yes, sir. And with that, we out, man Good luck tomorrow, everybody Stay healthy, stay competitive Peace
1: awesome. Let's fade the keys <laughs> It's time, falling stars through the night And I've been thinking about you every night If you happy, I know that I should be alright Cause this tragic and I can't seem further to decide should leave, I just, should I leave it alone, I Should I try or just, I can't lie, I just, I be one for the try But I'm caught up with these, they gon' follow Ballin' like a baller blocker Every time I catch my feelings, like I'm in the bottle And you probably find my heart somewhere lost in Nevada Don't know who I want, you the one I want Never said I don't, let's that money talk, mm, talk Drunker than a skunk, it go down in a room mm. Choppers in a trunk, baby, this is my mm. But I need your love, like right now, baby, mm. I'm not on no drugs, not right now, it's the truth I apologize for you looking like a fool I can't hold you right now, so I have been holding on my tooth I don't want my ex, I don't want no I, I just want a chance, hopefully i